Well, good morning. Welcome to Faith Walk Podcast with William Carroll. Man, y'all just missed a good sermon. I just laid down a podcast. It was great. I mean, the Holy Spirit was speaking to my heart. It was wild, man. I was getting fired up. And guess what? The sound wasn't working for some reason. So I'm going to have to go back, hop, has to start all over. Now, you know what this podcast is about. If you don't, it's about taking God out of the box. You know, I've been on that theory, on that theory. So I need to change it and put it up there where when you see it, it says, take God out of the box. Uh, And it's about my walk with the Lord, how God has taught me and how has led me to, to believe and to stand on the word of God. Now, this morning, last time I talked about believing for my daughter and about believing that that she would be a girl and how God blessed me like that because he's a father unto me and I I stood on his word. You have not because you asked not. So today, you know, I'm... Boy, I, I, I'm, I'm fired up this morning, and um, I've been trying to get to this all morning long, you know, and, and it's just something's been coming up. You know, I've been, had phone call after phone call, and you can't be having phone calls when you're trying to do this, right? Okay, so we're going to go to Exodus chapter 15 and, and, and see how the Lord, maybe the, maybe the last one wasn't as good as I thought. And, and God said, hey, let's redo it, because the sound sure wasn't working. I hope it's working now. I see that it is. But um, my tech team says it is. You know, that's me, of course. But it says uh, we're going to Exodus chapter 15 and we're going to go down to verse 26. Verse 26. Exodus 15, 26. (laughs) And said, this is God speaking. He said, if you will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God and will do that which is right in his sight and will give ear to his commandments, keep his statutes, I will put none of the diseases upon thee which I have brought upon the Egyptians. For I am, I am the Lord that healeth thee. Who is he? I am the Lord that healeth thee. Okay, so that is, when you look that up, that's Jehovah Rapha. And uh, it's pronounced... uh, Rapa, Jehovah Rapa, okay, and it means I am the God that healeth thee, and you and you and you go look. Some people, some people will go. Well, he says that he won't put uh, the diseases or the sicknesses upon me. Well, listen, I'm going to tell you something. God doesn't put it on you. You allow it to come on you when you don't follow His statutes and His commandments. All right. But we're in the new connect, new. We're in the Old Testament now. We're gonna get in the New Testament. It's a new. It's a new covenant with God. So just stay with me, okay? All right. So God doesn't do that. Who does that? Who, where does sickness and disease come from? It comes from the fall of man, the sin nature of man. It, it came from when our father and mothers, Adam and Eve, sinned. They sinned, and when they sinned, God said, "You'd surely die." Well, they didn't die instantly, but they started the process of dying. Back then, that's why people uh, was uh, 400 years, 600 years, 300 years long. That's how they lived, you know. And, but but now it's it's whittled down. Sin has um, and death has come in and it's whittled our life expectancy down. But it's Satan. It was because of the fall. It's because of the sin. It's because of the sin nature. It, that's what sickness and disease is. God, you know, God's a good God. He doesn't punish anybody by sin and sickness. 
right? He lets us walk through it sometimes. You say, well, you know, I believe in him. Am I sick? Well, that, you know, sometimes God wants us to go through things to just trust him. You know, the sin and the sickness doesn't come from him, but he helps us through that so that he will get the glory. Okay, one day we'll die. There is no sin, sickness in heaven. You know, it's, it's good. It's all good. We're going to be good. We're going to be walking around on the streets of gold, fishing in the the the, crist, the crystal clear um, lake and a river. You know, <laughs> crystal clear river. But anyway, listen. Let's go on. <clears throat> I, I got a lot to say, and I need to quit being silly because I need to get on to the stuff. But uh, I'm just real. It's just me. You know, it's me. It's me. It's Willie C. You heard that before, okay? Well, I'll listen. So, Jehovah Rapa, I am the God that healeth thee. What? Get that in your heart. Get that in your mind. He says, I am the God that healeth thee. Now, that you say that's the old, uh, old covenant. You have to follow the commands. I can't follow all the commands. That's why we have the new, com- com- uh, new, new covenant. Whew. Okay. So, so uh, I am the God that healeth thee. Learn his word. You know, when the prayer says, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You need to hallow his name. Lord, I thank you that you are Jehovah Rapha. You are the God that healeth me. Lord, you are Jehovah Shalom. You are the God of peace. Lord, you are, you are um, uh, Jehovah Makadesh. You are the, you are the God uh, uh, of my sanctification. You are the Jehovah Sidkenu. Uh, you are the God, my banner. And there's more. We'll go over that sometime. I, I don't have time for all that today because I'm trying to get this message out to you. So I need to quit taking rabbit trails. Now, I hope that blesses you. Go back and find those, all of those Jehovah's. Go find them because it talks Jehovah Jireh. I am the Lord that has seen and have provided. Okay? So anyway, <clears throat> I, that's not what I'm speaking to you about today. The Lord laid on my heart. So we're going to go on over to Matthew chapter 8. Jump to Matthew chapter 8. Matthew 8 and verse 5. And the centurion came to Jesus and the centurion said, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but speak the word only. Speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. I say, go, and he goes. I say, come, and he comes. And I say, do this, and he does this. And and when Jesus heard it, he marveled. and said, verily I say unto you, I have not found so great a faith, no, not in Israel. Now, he was a Roman soldier, okay? A Roman soldier believed that Jesus could heal his servant. And he came and said, Jesus, heal my servant. And Jesus said, I'll come. He said, no, I'm not worthy for you to come. Just speak the word. Speak the word. You know, I've talked about the word of God before and the word of God, you know, how the earth and everything was created. God said, God speaks all the time. You know, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word. Look it up. All right. So he says, speak the word. So uh, he went, you know, Jesus said, um, in Israel, I hadn't seen any faith. He's a Roman soldier. Well, the children of Israel had the laws, the old laws, the old covenant. And uh, there was 
there was ways they could get healed if they would, if they would uh, go to the priest and uh, they would offer sacrifice and and follow the rules and the covenant and the laws of the covenant, and they would be healed. But they had lost faith, let's just say, in the church, in the priest, in the in the the whole religious establishment, because they were looking out after their self. They 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 thought they were better and bigger than they you know they ought to be basically they just you know they had the people had lost faith in them and they there was no power anymore there was no power in the word and so uh, and a lot of them were corrupt you know we're not getting into that today but he said uh you know he said he said just just go so listen i need to jump on here I need to jump on. My mind's going in a different place, and that's not where I'm supposed to be. So I'm going to Matthew chapter 10 and verse 8. Matthew 10 and verse 8. Jesus told, Jesus told the disciples to go to the lost sheep of Israel, and as you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. That's what Jesus preached. It's at hand. How do you know it's at hand? This is, he says, he says, Heal the sick, cleanse the label, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely give. So what you have received from God, you give. You give to the others. Freely you give it, right? All right, that's good. Let's jump on over. Let's jump over to Mark chapter 16. Mark chapter 16. Verse 15, Jesus says, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believe and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believe not shall be damned. And these signs, these what? These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up servants, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Oh, wow. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Well, listen, in the, in the, in the uh, Greek, heal is echo. It's two words, recover. They shall recover. Echo and kalos is two words where they got shall recover. Echo, you know, echo is where we get our echocardiograms, you know. Uh, what does it mean? It, it means to be able. So the echo is to be able to see the heart, to be able to see what's going on or, or whatever echogram you're having, is to be able to see something that's going on, right? And they use this word echo, to be able, and then kalos, it means to recover full well. And it says, lay hands on the sick that they may be able to recover full well. Wow. You know, okay, so you say, yeah, that was for the apostles. That's for that day. Was it? He was speaking to disciples, and yes, some of them ended up being apostles. But listen, was it? He says, he says, he that, he says, the, Mark 16, 17. These signs shall follow them that believe. Well, he's not talking about the disciples that's going out preaching the, the gospel, you know. He's talking about the, uh, the, the ones that believe and is baptized. And it says, these signs shall follow them that believe. 
in my name. They, who? They and them. They and them. He said, go ye to them. And then he says, these signs shall follow they and them that believe your word. Why? Because God wants us to be an extension of that. He wants believers to believe in him, move for him, pray that he does things, and God will do it, okay? Oh, we got to get him out of the box. I keep saying that. Get God out of the box, please. Get him out of the box in your life. Get him out of the box in the life of others. Start believing God. Be like this centurion uh, uh, soldier that came to God. He came to the Lord. You know, because he knew the Lord could heal his servant. All right. So anyway, so let's talk about this a little bit. So now I wouldn't be going to Arkansas up there to some of them churches where they kiss them rattlesnakes. That's not what it means. It means if you're going out and you're doing God's uh, work in a, in a snake, oh, look at Paul, a snake, a, a viper that he should have died immediately, bit him on the hand. Paul shook it off into the fire. You got to read that in Acts. You got to go look it up. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna uh, tell you ever, ever where the ever scripture is. You're gonna have to find it, just like I did. Because the more you work to find out the truth, the more you will believe, and the more you'll step out in faith. So, um, so anyway, lay hands on the sick. Well, I don't know about that. We don't do that in our church. Well, you need to. If you got sick people in your church, you must not have any sick people, because it says lay hands on the sick. It says in James chapter 5, it says, is there any sick among you? Let them call the elders of church. Let them anoint them with oil. Lay hands on them and pray for them and they shall be healed. Come on, man. Let's get in the word of God a little bit. Get it in our heart and start believing it, acting on it. All right. So anyway, I told you before I was a, I was a, uh, uh, Firefighter, EMT, and I was also a volunteer fighter fighter at another apartment. I mean, department. Boy, my editing crew's going to have a hard time today. And so, um, so I um, I got a call, and it said, "Hey, did you know? Did you know James was had cancer, had lung cancer? He's in ICU, and no, they don't think he's going to make it." And so um, I said, "No, I didn't know that." And I started praying. And, you know, this was before I ever prayed for anybody um, in public, you know, really. I never prayed for anybody. I never really believed God for big things, you know. I'm, and, you know, I was a young Christian, and I was just learning the Word and, and feeding upon the Word. And I'd stumble on these kind of strip, scriptures, and I'd just follow the rabbit trail. You know, because in the mouth of two of witness, let every word be established. So if I found it in one place, I tried to get a reference Bible where I, and I had to flip pages back then in a, a strong concordance and, and look up the, the Greek and the Chaldean and the Hebrew and, and, and figure out, you know, well, what's it really saying, you know? And so, um, so I said, man, I was praying for him and I had been praying for him for a while. And one day I was down, one night I was on my knees and I was praying for him. And I, I was just saying, Lord, Lord. You know, send somebody to pray for him. Send somebody to heal him, Lord. Raise him up. You're the healer. You're the. You said you're the same yesterday and to, and yesterday, today, and forever. Heal him, Lord. Heal him. Send somebody to pray for him. And I heard a small voice in my spirit. You know, and it. it and you wouldn't have heard it if you was there. And it said, if you want him healed, you go pray for him. And I, I looked around and I said, oh man, that's just, man, that's just my mind. Oh no. And, uh, 
is, that's the devil. And I said, well, wait a minute. That can't be the devil because it agrees with the scripture of God. He is Jehovah Rapha. He is the God that healeth us. And I said, I, I, I said that's got to be God. And I just felt emboldened. I felt empowered. And so I said, man, I got to go over there and pray for him. So I called my buddy because, you know, if you're going to walk out in faith, sometimes it's good to have two because the Bible says one will put a thousand to flee and two will put 10,000 flee. Well, I kind of want like the odds of two, you know. So I called my buddy and I said, hey, man, let's go over here and pray for James. He's in the hospital. Oh, is he? I said, yeah. And I said, I was praying. And I said, I was praying, Lord, send somebody to pray for him. I said, the Lord said, you go. And so I, he says, okay. So we went over there and we, we went in the waiting room. And back then, you know, the, the, the um, ICUs were so uh, more strict where they didn't let but family member and this, that go in there. And, and so uh, uh, we were sitting there and we went over to his wife. And, and I, you know, I, we introduced ourselves and we said, you know, we're here. I, I said, we're here to, to pray um, uh, for James. And, and she said, well... She said, you know, she said, if, if prayer will help, then he ought to start getting better because 250 people have, pray, have called yesterday and said that they was praying for him. And she said, a lady next, you know, next to me had kept count. And she showed me that. And she said, so I said, yeah. And the Lord spoke to my heart right then. He said, yes, they said that they were praying for him, but how many prayed with him? See, sometimes it, it takes, look, it takes people to pray for them, but it takes somebody to go and pray with them. Do you understand what I'm saying? It, it takes people. You see, it's not just one person, you know. It's not one person that prayed for somebody and they got healed and they can say, oh, I prayed for them and they got healed. I, it, that's not how it works, you know. That's not how it works. We give glory to God. Only God, God is the healer. And so, uh, uh, so, uh, so she said, uh, she, she just kept knowing that something was <laughs> weird about us. And she said, Hey, uh, do y'all want to go in? I said, yes, I want to go in and pray for James. And she said, okay. She said, uh, I'll tell them y'all are cousins cause they only let family members in. I said, man, okay. So she went in, told them, she, she called us back. We went through there. She said, now he's not going to know who you are. He hadn't known anybody for days. He's going to be out of it. They got him on meds, and he had tubes sticking everywhere and IVs sticking everywhere. And she said, you know, if he makes it, then he's going to probably be in here for 10 days, and then they'll move him to a room, and he'll be there for at least a month before we ever get to go home. That's what the doctors had told her. I said, okay. So I walked in. I walked right up to the bed, and I said, hey, uh, James, this is William you know, from the fire department because he was out of it. And, and, and I told him my friend, you know, I said, and he's here with me. I said, I, we've been praying for you. And I said, I felt that the, the Lord said to come over here and to pray for you that you might be healed. And he opened up his eyes and he reached his hand up and he grabbed my hand. And I mean a grip, you know, 
And so I just started saying a prayer, Lord, you are Jehovah Rapha. You are the God that healeth us. And Lord, I thank you that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. Now I ask you to touch James from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. Lord, you know what he needs. Gives the doctors wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to do the, all that they can do. But Lord, we need a miracle from you. We need you to move in his behalf. And after I prayed that, man, I walked out and his, his wife, we walked out, okay? And we walked out, his wife was there, and I just, I said, we just prayed for James, and I believe that God is going to raise him up off that bed because I've never done this before. I've never prayed in public like this before, and, I, and we need to pray for you. So we prayed for her right there. We walked out of the... After we got through, we walked out of the doors of the ICU and it felt like God just dumped buckets of blessing on us. And my friend, he's going, whoa, did you just feel that? He said, man, we just got blessed. <laughs> he said, man, wouldn't that be something if? And I shut him off right there. I said, whoa. I said, that's doubt and unbelief. There is no if. God is going to raise him up. I didn't come over here on my own stead. God sent me over here to pray. And you know, it was, it was also because of the prayers of the other people. You understand what I'm saying? The prayers of the other people, but sometimes you got to go. You got to go and you got to lay hands on the sick. That's what the word said. And they shall recover full well. To make a long story short, and I'm running out of time, I want to tell you something. I got a friend from my call, uh, a call from my friend after I'm dyslexic speaking this morning. I got a call from my friend and he said, he said, William, did you hear about James? I said, no. And he said, he's home. He came home in 10 days. I said, well, he said, you remember what she said about 30 days in the hospital? If he got out of the ICU, he was home in 10 days. He was home. He got well. He got healed. He, he enjoyed life. For a number of years after that, right? Okay, so that's how God will use you if you step out in faith. You got to learn the word, learn what it says, and be bold and do it. You know, God's going to uphold his word. God cannot lie. He's not a God that he should lie, right? Okay, so listen, first of all, you're not going to be able to step out in faith if you don't know the Word and learn the Word yourself. No matter what I say or anybody else says, you go find it in the Word. You study it out. You follow the rabbit trails. You ask the Holy Spirit to give you guidance and to show you and to build faith in you that you might be able to do the works of the kingdom of heaven. All right, now you got to be born first. First off, you got to be born again. If you don't need know Jesus, you got to say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I believe that you paid the price for my sin. I thank you, Lord, that you pour your spirit out upon me. Come and dwell in me. And Lord, save me in Jesus' name. A simple prayer like that, wherever you are, and God can start the work for you. So listen, until, I hope this has encouraged you. Man, I've been fired up. I've been... You know, this is the second time I've done this. Uh, it seems like I stumbled and started a lot more this time. And I'll have to get with the editing group. No, I'm not going to edit it. You know, I want it to be real. I want it to be live. I want it to speak life into your life. All right? So until next time, take God out of the box. Walk in faith. Learn of him. Learn of Jesus. I love you. Jesus loves you. Until next time, goodbye.